That's not a great intro song. I should that's really good. Yeah, we do it. Go ahead. No, that song that's been done. Like it should be like ba da ba da ba ba Yeah. And no, that's good. Alright, well, uh I wanna thank all of my previous friends who came on before. They already left, so thanks everybody for leaving. I hope you're listening to this because they're not here. And I instead have three very funny characters coming up here starting with my friend, Peasling the Jester. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Peasling the Jester, and uh, I come to you today with uh, a plea. Peasling, thank you for coming on here. I'm, 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 I'm excited to have you on, but you sound like you're in distress. Are you okay? I'm not okay. I've been caught. Well, see, I was having some merry old times in the forest, and I guess I lost myself and I stepped into a magical bear trap. Oh, gosh. I was wondering what that was on your foot. That's... That's intense. It... Is that a bear trap? No, it's not It's just a, bear a bear trap, okay? I don't have time for this. I just need you to... I need you to employ me. You need me to what? I need you to employ me! The only way to break the curse of this clearly enchanted bear trap is for me to return to life as a lowly jester. I think I was I think I was punished for having too much free time frolicking in the forest. So were were you a jester before you stepped into the bear trap, or is this a punishment? I'm confused. Are you fucking with me? I'm Are you fucking with me right uh, now? No, so sorry we're not hiring we don't we're, we're not hiring right now it's just kind of a one-man operation this is i'm oh my god that looks painful are you okay does that hurt is that oh, i shouldn't it's a bear trap on your leg i'm sure it hurts you can pay me under the table that's okay. not this is recorded peasling i'm yes. sorry the, the the irs is listening they told me they said oh my god we're they're looking at me for illegal hiring practices, even though it's just me on the show. I will blow you. I'll blow you if you give me a job right now, all right? We can call it entertainment services or something, all right? I need... I need to be yours. Peasling. That's... That's... That, that's quite the proposition. I'm... <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, 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 well, number one, I'm flattered. No, Peasling. No, it's Peasling. It's so, it's okay. Hey, bud, it's, oh, hey, hey, no, you you shouldn't poke at it. Don't, stop. No, that's Peasling. It's, I, I can't employ you. So maybe one of my other guests, uh, could, I, oh, geez, I don't know. Your dick tastes weird anyway, bud. I'm gonna find someone else to employ. Alright, fine. I don't need a gesture anyway. I'm funny enough. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh anyway, um, Peasling, you just you just stay right there. Um coming up next, uh we have uh we have Magdalena Chase. Uh Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, welcome, Magdalena. Across the pond, uh? Uh yes, I'm from um Hampshire, it's a suburb of London. Oh, yes. wonderful. Well, welcome to the show. Um, I'd, I'd like to uh, uh, just just ask first, how are you? I'm doing well. It's been, it's been a moment. I, I haven't been back since my last book. But here I have written another one, so. Published author, twice at least. Yes. How yes. is that going? Um, well, it's going well, as you know. I am, um, as I'm sure many of your listeners do know, I am uh, the United Kingdom's most highest decorated professional vampire hunter. Oh, jeez. Yes. 
And um, recently, with my new position at the University of Oxford, doing the Undead Women's Study Program, I decided to release my new book, Undead's Unrest, which talks about the post-mortem rights of both living, dead, and those women who are somewhere in between. Very interesting, Miss Chase. Miss, Mrs. Mi well, Ms. 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 Chase. Yes, I, I was married, but he was a vampire, so you know. Oh, naturally, <laughs> kill a him. hunter. Yes. Yes. So, uh, as a vampire hunter, what's your preferred method? Oh well. You know, these days there's so many different ways to do it. In fact, did you hear that they're working on an app? I think it's going to be on an episode of uh, Dragon's Den. It's like your Shark Tank, where it's an app that will actually let you locate the nearest vampire, play a sound that they can only hear, and explode their heads. Ma'am, Peasling here. Hello, Peasling. You're not a vampire, are you? You do look pale and... Not a chance. I'm just losing blood incredibly quickly. Listen, oh, no, then clearly. I have another method. Forget this app. Forget Dragon's Den. I'm going to make this noise. I'll be your little jester boy and help you kill these vampires or something like that. Now, Miss Chase, I got to tell you. This is actually being recorded by the IRS, so if you are... Filing your taxes, which I hope you are, uh, you'll be on the hook for peasling over here. Well, technically, I don't think the IRS would cover me, considering it would be oh, the, the Queen of England, God the yes. Bank of England, I believe, uh, the people I pay my taxes oh, to. Miss <laughs> Chase, I hate to break it to you, but the Queen of England is dead. The Bank of England. The Queen of England. Yeah, I know made, that. She too was a vampire. How do you think she lived? That what? Song? The yes. Queen was a vampire? Yes. In this... fact, the, I have a whole chapter on it on my book, Undead's Unrest. What sort of the... stupid interviewer are you? You haven't even read her book. That's I. I wasn't aware that the book had come out yet. It's okay. I was, there are a lot of large. Birds, I read the I read the teaser chapter. Concepts. It was nice. It, you said that a royal, a member of the royal family was a vampire. Yes. How was I to assume that it was the queen? Well, who else She's would dead. it be? I thought it would be a live vampire. A live. Oh my god! Excuse me, an undead vampire. An undead vampire, which I guess is redundant. Thank you, Peasling. Jester has a song about this bad interviewer. So now I'm going to show my butt to you. That's right. You just got jested. Right? Oh, peace, peace. Oh, jeez. So that's kind of the type of service I can offer you. That was just a sample. You know? Yeah. Um, but if Peaceling, darling, you know, love. You, you see the issue as, as much as I'd appreciate it. The issue is, as a vampire hunter, the very first step of our interview process is being able to assemble and safely maneuver bear traps. Bear traps are one of the first and foremost ways to kill a vampire. Yeah, Peasley, how did you get into that bear trap anyway? You were just going through the woods? Um, I, I actually can't remember. Oh, okay. I'm kind of lightheaded. Um... Uh, so, someone implore me, but I'm just going to lie down here for a sec. Peasling. How do I, how can I trust you, Peasling? What, what, can I? What, where am I? Oh, jeez. Nobody here happens All to right, be well, a vampire, do they? They could bring him back to his undead life. Well, let's go on ahead and see. Maybe our next guest is a vampire. Uh, coming up next, uh, it looks like we have Ron Hutchinson. Okay, uh, Ron, welcome, welcome to the pod. Hey there, how you doing? Doing pretty good, actually. How are you? Well, this has been pretty interesting to be here and. To I've been seeing this little fellow over here in the recliner. And uh, earlier he was dancing around for me a little bit. As the jester does. Yeah. 
we used to have a fellow like that down there at the plant and uh he got fired because he kept uh almost getting injured and blowing his fingers off in the in the in the conveyor belt oh ron you're you uh i assume you work in a uh some sort of a manufacturing facility I've been on the line at uh, Bontrager Automotive Components for the last 35 years. Proud member of the UAW. Union, represent. And uh, my wife Linda told me to come on over here and check out this, uh, well my son said it was called a podcast. And uh, I guess uh, Linda told me that's kind of like a radio show. So uh, I said, okay, I guess I'll give a, I'll check it out. Ron, that's pretty, pretty accurate actually. It's kind of like a radio show. We talk into a microphone and that's, that, that's, that's like a, like a radio show. Your Linda said to come on? Linda, uh, class O two. No, that's my wife, Linda. Class of seventy eight. Oh, okay, okay, different From, Linda. Yes. Athens High School, class of seventy eight. She was cheerleader, but she wasn't prom queen or nothing. But she was my Linda. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Everyone has a Linda. <laughs> I wound up stabbing mine with a wooden table leg and then slicing his head off with with a hairpin. Oh, that was it. That's like what... Um, well, I was over there to Mox the other day, and that's what he did uh, opening day with a buck he had there. Because he ran out of bullets. Jeez, Ron, that's, that sounds dangerous. Are you normally in firefights? This? Well, no, you see, opening day, all the, uh, me and my buddies go out there and we get up in the tree stand and we wait for it. Sometimes a, a guy like Mike says he saw an eight point, so he's waiting on the eight point. But a guy like me, you know, I'm just looking for something to feed the family. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. You know, the deer, the squirrel, uh, um, you know, possum. Well, opening day is the opening day of gun hunting season for various different kind of deer. And when we get out there, I load up the... I load up the F-150, and I get a... Sure, Ford Ford F-150. Yeah, Ford F-150, because I ain't driving a Chevy like Mike does. (laughs) Because, you know, when Mike gets there in the Chevy, he'll get back there in the woods, and then, well, one time we got ourselves, me and Mike both got us a couple of bucks, and we was tracking them, and then we got back there, and we was dragging them through the woods, and we got them to Mike's Chevy, and then when we got them in the back of the Chevy, when Mike went to start the Chevy, what happened? When Mike went to start the Chevy, it wouldn't start, because you know what they. That's the problem with the Chevy, right? Oh, jeez, Ron, that's why I'm a Ford man. That's that's very, very true. That's right. Because when, you know, when I go over there to Mox, he always says to me, I drive up there with the F-150, right? And Mike's up there drinking himself a... Mike's got himself a Bud Light because he's a Bud Light man. Which I like, Mike, but me, for me, I'm a Miller-like man. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And he says to me, 
that old boy still running? And I said, yes. <laughs> and he says, yeah. he says, you know what they say about Ford? What, what do they say about Ford? F-O-R-D. Found on road dead. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? But you know what? 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 <laughs> what, Ron? <laughs> what, Ron? I ain't never had that F-150 brick on down on me when I got two bucks on open day. When me and Mike got two bucks and we dragged them through the woods and we get them in the back of that F-150 and we get on up there on the leeway, we realize that the F-150 ain't it's still running, but when Mike brings his Chevy, we always got a problem. You see what I mean? <laughs> so, so Ron, you said your wife said you were funny. Well, me and Linda the other night, we was watching the uh, Comedy Central. Sure. Yeah. We was watching the. We was watching Tosh. Tosh Point Out, I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah, we was watching the Tosh, and we got, uh, we got to chuckling. Sure, this one does. <laughs> yeah. Watch Tosh, can't, can't We was eating chuckling. stoked off popcorn yeah. with a little shredded cheese on top. Cause Linda got she got me turned on to that. Cause Linda, her doctor told her that she gets a little too much sodium. So you do the cheese instead of salt. She yeah, puts a sense. little shredded cheese on there. And we was watching the Tosh. Linda's points at the TV there at the Comedy Central. She said to me, uh. She said, Ron, she said, you can do that. <laughs> Sir, I think I have quite the proposition for you. What's that? I could be your wheels. Imagine you were a truck. Instead of one of the wheels, I'm there. I'm hugging a hubcap or whatever. Me, I'm touching the tarmac or the asphalt. I don't know. <laughs> Are you running on? My body is contorted into essentially a donut shape. I'm not wearing any clothes except for what you would want me to wear in that situation. <laughs> And I don't judge. I think, I think if we could get a little paperwork on the books, this could be huge. And Ron, I just want to say, IRS is listening, Peeves. I will kill this man and destroy all of his belongings <laughs> if you hire me. And this audio will never see the light of day. And the government, I hate to say this, but the government will not intrude upon your life. Like the fascists at the IRS. Oh. Well, I was over to Mike's the other day and um, we was talking about, because you know you got to do your taxes soon. Because ta um, tax day is coming up soon. And uh, Mike said, he said, the IRS is really shafting me. And I said, maybe you better worry, rather than you worry about that, you worry about the drive shaft of your Chevy. Oh, and back to the shaft. It's the shaft. <laughs> that was really 
come up with the other day and I told Linda and she thought it was pretty funny. So maybe I thought I'd tell you maybe somebody could send it to um, a ship, Chevy Chase or something. <laughs> Chevy Chase. Maybe that that Larry Cable guy. Jeff Foxworthy, Australian comedy. Oh, blue collar comedy tour. <laughs> That's my favorite comedy tour. Okay. Oh yeah, it was the best. I uh, I I really enjoyed the uh, the intro where they were you know fishing, and then you know the the stage manager comes and is like. What are you doing? We got a comedy show. What are you doing fishing? You gotta come do comedy. And they're like, oh, I guess we'll do comedy now. Is that right? I, I wish someone was calling me to a job to be funny. I wish that was happening to me right now because that's my whole deal. Jeeves, I, yeah. I, I almost have had... Oh, no, I was going to say, oh, come no. to think of it, I don't think I've laughed in over 20 years. Oh, I doubt it. Yeah, well, the idea that you could is almost laughable. Oh, to see, I've gotten the closest. That's Peaceling, you have not seen the kinds of things I have seen. Killing everybody you love because you're convinced that they are a vampire. I may not be able to laugh, but I, I'm getting choked up about the horrors of being a woman in the workplace. It's almost being, like being a vampire. It truly is. And being hunted like a vampire in the workplace. Exactly, in a male-dominated industry. I mean, sure, we had, a, you know, Buffy as an icon, but only men have ever actually... You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm making this about me, and I'm spoiling my book. No, go on ahead. Spoil Undead's the... unrest. No, I'd rather they pay for it. Well, can you give us a little teaser of the ending of the book? Oh, yes. Basically, it says that if you don't start thinking about your post-life rights now, then whether you become a vampire, a succubus, hell, even a werewolf, or just wind up dead in the ground being eaten by worms, you're going to want to make sure that your rights as a soul and a body are respected. So beautiful. Oh, so. Oh, stop being a kiss ass. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, I got with, you know, uh, the red tape of it all. You know, I'm a people person, I'm charismatic. Um, please hire me. Do you know anything about automotive components? Tons, no. Ask me anything. Don't we hire gotta, me first. Well, you have to. You actually have to pay me. We got Wait. a fellow down there. Okay. At Bond Trigger Automotive Components. Yeah. yeah. He was over there. He was. Uh, he was supposed to be the fellow that trimmed the foam for the, the seats. We're working on the uh, okay. couple different Ford vehicles right now for the chairs. And you know how these young kids are when they, yeah. they come in there and they yeah. they don't really know what they're doing. And no, I get that, yeah. I'm an old guy. This fella come in there and... Peasling, I don't mean to be rude, but how old are you? I am 59. Oh. 59 years old. So old for a gesture, it seems. Old for a gesture, you know. Um, we mainly get inherited, you know, and it's like a old rich class of people that are sort of interested in this sort of thing. So I've been a gesture since I was a kid because my dad was a gesture. And I probably was in the court by nine years old or so, you know. And so they and, and their kids and stuff just sort of kept me around. Sure. So, you know, pretty old for a gesture. Not too old for a gesture. I know other gestures that are my age. You know, it's not that uncommon, actually. 
So, Peasling, what's your uh, your oldest joke? You're you're tried and true. You know, you've been a jester for this long. What's the what's the one that'll get them no matter what? You know, um, probably showing my ass. Besides showing your ass, which is quite hilarious. Well, you know, hilarious and, you know, uh, just, uh, well, yeah, go on ahead. Besides that, I mean, yeah. I don't know, like, showing my dick and balls, I guess? You like, could. That would that would take it a step further. It would take it a step further, I guess. I don't... What are, what are you looking for here? A knock-knock joke or something? I don't do that sort of shit. It's mainly physical humor. And, um, sort of, yeah, showing, like, my uh, ass to people, basically. All right. Can you, no. uh, can you show your ass to our, uh, our listeners? Yeah, no problem. Just... Oh, wow. Jeez. Nice. That was the closest ass I've ever been. Yeah. Does, does that look like a vampire ass? Um, I'd say they're both equally as pasty and pale. Give that same sense of uncomfortability, yet somehow weird familiarity that only the charm of a vampire could provide. That's what I do. You know, I sort of let people contain that. I let people have that experience, but close to them. It's like a roller coaster. You know, you get to approach the thing without being in danger of the thing. So me, I look weird. I'm a creepy old guy, you know? Um... How's the leg doing? It's it, it 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 looks like most of the color is drained. Yeah, most that that's the that's the other big contributor to me being pasty. You know, people keep saying, "Oh my God, he's so pale." You can you can see the bear trap. Everyone here can see the fucking bear trap. No one's doing anything about it. I'm just powering through at this point because I just. I mean, I have my weapons kit with me. Would you like me just to soar off your foot? No, I wouldn't, because it's a magical bear trap. And and I've told you what you can do. You can hire me. I you hunt vampires. You don't think I have magical swords? That's true. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yes. But no, because you doubted me, you and your chauvinistic view, oh, Magdalena must not know about magical swords or magical bad traps, I'm going to leave you in your pain. Ha. Look, you did make me laugh. So, Magdalena, I gotta ask, uh, how do you feel about Van Helsing? Because I feel like that's probably the most well-known vampire hunter. And you said that you were the most well-known, so... Well, present. How do you test against Van Helsing? Well, present speaking, you know, living. Obviously, we all know Van Helsing never actually existed, despite what Reddit will tell you. Hmm... That's, I don't know. I read a lot of Reddit. Oh, <laughs> we know you do. We know you do. No, um, you see, I, um, first, if you haven't heard me before, which, again, shocker, but, um, I first gained my claim to vampire hunting fame when I saved, um, I was on a school bus, and the bus of me and my fellow classmates, I was about 11 at the time, all of a sudden, was being driven by none other than a vampire. And then all of a sudden, more vampires come swirling in through the windows. They start trying to claw at me. All the little children are running around screaming like chickens with their heads cut off. And do you know what I did? I took my bag of quarters I was bringing home for money, mummy, because she used American currency. Mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's, uh, the exchange rate made <laughs> sense then. It did. And I used that precious metal in there to simultaneously throw the bag of coins, hit every single vampire straight through the eyeball, and saved that bus of poor dying school children single-handedly. You know, it's a good thing those quarters were pre-1954, so they had the silver content necessary Exactly. That. that was, yeah. Little, little, little. Mommy loved collecting coins. It was just a weird hobby of hers. Which I, I, I really feel like there's there's got to be some sort of job opportunity within your organization. Magdalena, is there... 
anything that you could think of that we can employ this fine jester and release the magical bear trap from his leg. I Taxes? Mean, I don't know. You got a you got a tax well, guy? Yes, that that's I guess my next question would, would be what what wages are you looking for? Um Don't undersell yourself. What? Don't undersell yourself. What do you mean? Don't you I know you want to get the, out of the bear trap, but you got to think about the future. Benefits, you know, 401k, dental, maybe an EPA plan. You know, I feel like I'm past the point of no return with the bear trap. You know, I feel like I've sort of overcome it. I've looked into the abyss of the excruciating pain um, that I sort of just feel like is a part of me now, more than like a pulse might be. Um, and I've come back from it, you know. Uh, I think that. After this, I might just go frolic some more. Collect all the bear trap in the forest and just become a sort of... You know how Christ diverses? I'll die for our bear traps. You're gonna die for the bears? I know, something like... I, I don't know! Well, Why? I assume it's a magical bear trap because it's for... Is it for magical bears? Like, is that what the trap is for, actually? No, it's for little old men who are just trying to have a good time. That's sadistic. I guess. Well, I guess I thought it was too, but well, and, you, and, and you wanna you wanna take all these bear traps onto yourself. I do. To you wanna fall on all these bear traps and literally more bear trap than person. You know, ostensibly each time one of these bear traps like clamps into me, it snags a little bit of flesh away. Sure. So I want these to, and it's clearly keeping me alive in some way. So what if I just keep on falling into them? Until I'm more metal than man. I'm more bear trap than jester. My god, that's that's some sort of an evolution that I would picture out of, well, I don't know, Philip K. Dick, possibly. I love Philip K. Dick. You love Philip K. Dick? I love Philip K. Dick. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you like? Oh, like, you know, androids? That's one I, that's like the most popular one I've never read of. Oh, and you know, Scanner Darkly. Like, Scanner that's Darkly, also a really yeah, classic for one. For sure, for sure. Ballast, did you read Ballast? No. Ballast was like his like autobiographical thing where he's like having a schizophrenic breakdown, but he like thinks he's being talked to by God. It's like, it's like that. It's like totally autobiographical, but it's also like, I guess, a novel. My God, that's. I mean, it, it's it, it's very scary because, like, it, it, his work is very personable and like very easy to read mm -hmm. from like a first person perspective. Mm -hmm. So, like, taking that, upon, you're quite well read. Was this um, was this in the castle library? Um, I improvised every single word I just said. I have no idea what any of those sentences meant. <laughs> I just they like, have improv in the castle. They have improv in the castle. I, I teach improv in the castle. I'm the oh. jokes guy, all right? Um, How many levels? What? How many levels are in your improv program? <laughs> program? What do you teach? Yeah, you, get, you, you teach improv. Yeah. Yeah, you have a program. I don't know. I have you a, have some sort I have of a pedagogy. I have a cellar. And I have various underlings that follow me around all day. Where are they? Where? They, they're when, back when, at the castle. If they follow you around all day, wouldn't they have found you in the bear trap? They respect the authority of being employed by the castle. So it's not like it's not like they like me personally. It was my oh. status within their hierarchy. You're so my whole thing is that I was fired. And it's like, it, it, I'm not going to talk about it. Well, anymore. you didn't mention you were fired. Yeah. Of course I was fired. How did I get in the bear trap in the first place? I was being punished. You were frolic. You said you were frolicking. I was frolicking. I was frolicking with my free time. I was frolicking with all my free time. Because you were laid off? It, I, it wasn't a layoff per se, but yeah. Jeez, oh, you could have just said that. You, you know, if you're trying to get a job, you just really need to be upfront about that. I mean... I'm not... Listen. Like I said, I've looked into the abyss and I'm back. I'm not taking your bait. Alright? I'm over it. 
bear trap man now. That's me. Don't even don't even call me Peasling. Call me Bear Trap Man. Alright. Bear Trap Man. How are you doing, Bear Trap Man? Good. Great? Doing you enjoying the bear traps? I'm feeling pretty great, yes. Yeah, despite all the flesh that's been chewed off of you from Because these... of all the flesh that's been chewed off of me. Because of it, not despite it. Oh, gee, that's big of you. I'm I'm annoyed, but that's very big of you. Well, you know what kind of a being would live after having most of their flesh chewed off their body? A vampire. A vampire. Yes. To be perfectly honest, I, I'm starting to get the feeling that our friend here may be a blood-sucking creature of the night. Ron, how do you feel about it? When I, we went up there, down there, where the fellow was supposed to be trimming the foam off of his beats. <laughs> oh, right! We did interrupt a story! How did you remember where the story was? That's fucking insane! I was thinking of it for like three minutes and then we just left it. We are up the factory! And, and young kids, they don't know what it's like these days, right? Sorry, go They on. don't? They don't know what it's like. That's very true. Ron, it... How no, 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 we're here all day! What's your story, Ron? Finish it! Finish your fucking story, bro! It's okay, he's he's delirious. It's the blood I mean, no, he has a point. I too would love to hear the end of Ron's Which actually, do vampires bleed? <laughs> yes, they do. Like eternally? Ron, what's happening with the phone? What's happening with yes, the phone? Ron? Non-stop. Ron, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to answer up here. Went up there on the platform. So riveting. We had um. Well, Mike is a reunion rep for the UAW. He come down there off the platform. He says, "Ron, you're not gonna believe this." I says, "I says what happened, Mike?" And he says, "Come on up here and see what this boy done." So I come up there, I go up the thing. I don't like stairs too much, you know. Me and Linda got a basement, you know, but I don't go down there much no more. I used to have trains down there, like a little train uh, set that I put up there. And then you go down there in the basement. You know, you see Linda had canned certain vegetables and stuff. And then my train would come around there, kind of like Mr. Rogers. Well, anyway, I come up there and I see that fellow. He was kind of laying on the platform rather than doing his job. And I couldn't quite figure out what was going on with him. So I says to Micah, I says, what's he doing over there? Well, it turned out the boy had been eating the foam that he'd been trimming off of the seats. There's nothing wrong with that. And then over time, it kind of become part of him, if you can imagine. Like a man machine. Well, like this weird little fellow over here said. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong from loafing off at work eating things you're not supposed to, getting fired, and then wanting to become one with some industrial product. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know I don't know what the story is about, but th there's nothing wrong with what that young man did. It's a supportive room. Okay, well, anyway, the, that little fella had died because a foam took up his body. I'm, I ain't a doctor or nothing, but... Basically, his heart had become foam and stopped pumping. So basically, what I'm trying to say is we need somebody to come over to the foam line there at Bond Trager Automotive Components and trim the foam off the seats before we send them out there to General Motors 
hate to say it, but Chevy do. Jeez, Chevy. And sometimes, well, I hate to say it even more, but sometimes Toyota. So all I'm saying is, is if either of you, or maybe even this fellow over here, who's got a lot of marijuana in his apartment. Hey, that's, that could be anybody. I don't got no problem with that either way. I'm just saying if you needed a job or looking for somebody on the phone line at Bontrager Automotive Components, Bronson, Michigan. Give me a call. No. That's hold on. That's a job. That's a legitimate job offer. I don't Valid. want it. I don't want it. You would because... rather have that magical bear trap and all those other magical bear traps that have become lodged onto your body. They're abscessed. They're overgrown with pus. Mm -hmm. Like it's disgusting. If I lived this life a million times, I would always fall into those bear traps. And if I was working the phone line like that young man was, I know I would eat every single piece of spare phone that came off the line. I know that I would become one with that phone. And I know that some asshole would declare me dead because they just didn't recognize that now I have a foam heart. I wasn't a human being anymore, so I can't be limited by your standards. I would be foam. And if I had that choice a million times, a million and one, Kind of reminds me of Flom. Well, Mike and I, we took that little fellow and we dragged him down off the platform. And I said, What you gonna do with him? He said, He didn't have no family or nothing, so. Mike take him and load him up in the back of the Chevy. Well, you can only imagine what happened next. What what the, happened? <laughs> the darn thing didn't start. ourselves a burn pit down there yeah. and I ain't saying it's right but I burned him Jeez. with all the trash and I know the department of environmental what have you. <laughs> Protection agency, yeah. They don't like it when you burn tires. But I burned a couple tires back there, too. I almost wanted to be one of your tires. Because my father-in-law had a couple tires that don't <laughs> work no more. And I ain't saying it's right. But I burned them too. <sighs> that's that's not good. It's not good. I, I hate when that happens. You know, I also have a burn pit in the back of my chalet. 
and I use it to burn the bodies. In of... your shallot? Yeah. I live in like a chalet. Like an onion? No. It's chalet. It's French. It's French. <laughs> oh. I was like, you live in an onion? <laughs> no. <laughs> Though, although I actually do have my chalet coated in onion. Because that also repels vampires. Oh, like see, that's... One. I think that's garlic. No. <laughs> see, that's what they want you to believe. Um, I am so the expert. She wrote the book, yes. like, Why do you think... Me. Why that's, do you think every I didn't time read the book. it's been documented? You don't have to keep rubbing it in. I'm sorry. I should have read the book. I should have read the book. I appreciate the, the apology. This is a really very supportive room and really feel that way. Um, <laughs> oh, I, um, what was I talking about? My, oh yeah, just my burn pit and the Queen's Environmental Protection Agency. Um, so I am actually a government funded employee um, by the Royal oh, British By the Queen. Yes, well oh, no, well, the, the Queen, queen now, there. yes, because yes. of course government actually hired me to aid in the assistance. You know, I'm not the person who actually murdered the queen and chopped off her head. Wait, the queen was murdered and her head was chopped <laughs> off? Again, this is all the things that Is it because they... she was a vampire? Yes, we already established oh. this. I knew it. <laughs> I heard it earlier. Should have read the book. Should have read the book. Should have read that damn Should've book. Should have read that damn book. But all I'm saying is, yes, I hate it when the, uh, I get the Environmental Protection Agency in my yard digging up my bodies. If anyone ever tried to put me in a burn pit once I become all bear traps, nothing would happen. I'm made of metal, steel, which is impervious. I'm going to outlive all of you. Well, what happens once all your flesh is gone and it's just the steel? I'm, I'm bear trapped. I'm bear trapped. You're you you you're nothing but bear traps. I'm nothing but bear traps. All right. It's your, and I hate to say it, but prejudiced worldview that only sees humans as beings. Whoa. Human, I'm human beings. Right yeah. That that yeah. I mean, I'm not a human look, being. I I'm saw I saw AI with Haley Joel Osment. I understand humanity and existentialism. Well, good then, bro. <laughs> a fucking bear trap. <laughs> I'm looking forward to what 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 is it what what is a jester who's only bear traps like? What kind of a routine is that? Like, is it snappy? This is we went over how the queen is a vampire. We've gone over this. I'm not a jester. I'm a bear trap. Well, okay, what are you going to do once you... Are you just going to be bear traps then? Or are you just going to lay in the woods? Bear like... traps don't need to eat. Bear traps don't need money or approval. Bear traps don't need a job. They don't need a 1099. They don't need a W-2. Well, no, but I think they usually trap bears. Yeah, they need... They need Not their bears. They have no innate purpose. They're just... They trap bears. That's the innate yeah. purpose of a bear trap. Because you made it to trap a bear? Yes, not maybe, me, but you know whoever maybe made bear traps. Maybe just wants to clasp around the flesh of a jester as the crystallization point for new identity as a bear trap person. Something that's it's like undead, right? It's not alive. It's not dead, but it's been like unalive. it's doubly negative in some way. Like I'm like the absence of a person. I am a bear trap that has the ghost of a person, sort of like. Hovering behind it. You're this a haunted is fantastic. bear trap. You're, you're a this series is... of haunted bear traps. We'll talk about it later. This you... is my next book. I've discovered what? a new form of undead species. Yes. Holy shit. Well, I mean, I... Uh, I Magdalena, have... you've done it again. Now, that's kind of a job, right? Um... But think of all of the attention it could bring to the bear trap cause. For trapping bears or haunting things? I'm For confused. haunted bear trap pe people, the new species of um, undead supernatural what's the, what's beings. The, what's the Latin name for that? <laughs> oh. Undead bear trap people. Unde bape tarpe de diem. 
Well, if that ain't speaking in tongues, I don't know what is. What is that a reference to? I feel like I wasn't there for a conversation with that person. Right? That's okay, because we're going to have to say goodbye to our guests here. So, uh, I I just want to give a final ask of the room. Uh, Is there anything that we need to um, watch out for besides bear traps? And I guess bears, because if there's bear traps, I assume there's bears around. So, uh, anything we should watch out for, Bear Trap Man? All I know is that if I'm Bear Traps, I'm not around. So, think on that. I will. Thank you. Magdalena. Um, just because the vampire looks like the family member you once loved does not mean you should not split them in two with a pickaxe. Just to be safe. That's... Yeah, I'd agree with that. Listeners, if you have a loved one sitting around nearby, split them in half with a pickaxe. Does that have to be a pickaxe? No, really whatever's handy. You know, I prefer the pickaxe, but sledgehammer, knife, you know, even just a very, very um, pointy end table. Oh, that's oddly specific. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Ron, Ron, you've been kind of quiet. Um, uh, uh, are you, are you, are you, what, what, what? Somewhere per- near the late 80s or so, my Aunt Joanne, she said she read in um Farmer's Almanac something about, uh, if you strap some onions to your feet when you go to sleep, it'll make you not be, uh, you don't get so sick during the cold and flu season. And then she started doing that. She said she saw a fella running around there in the farmhouse said he was doing all types of stuff like flips and whatnot what he haven't seen or have seen And she said that little fellow looked just like Ronald Reagan if you shaved about two or three feet off of him. That's terrible. I don't... <laughs> he was out there in the shed. He was leading one of her little goats around there. Because, you know, she had the goats back then. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah. That was when she was yeah. trying the goat cheese. Chevre, some call it. He was leading those goats around and kind of yanking on their horns like the way she told us not to do when we was kids. You know? Yeah. So you got to... If you're asking me what to stay away from... That's an option. Yeah. That, that is an option. It's a good option. Yeah. Ron, thank you. Thank you. And uh, give, uh, give, give, give a little hey. How you doing to Linda for us? If you don't mind. I'll tell her. Say hello. All right. And I thank you. And I, and I thank you. And if you come on down there to the... We're having a little flea market down there by the... Missionary Church. Oh, sure. Sunday. The Sunday? Right there after church. Got lots of ladies in the community. Like to make... 
Well, you know how they like to crochet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love to crochet. And a potluck, too. Oh, um, they have oh, fried chicken. That, that, that's wonderful. I know they, they, thanks for the thanks for the invite. We'll we'll take we'll take them. We'll come. We'll be there. We'll be there, right? Yeah. We'll be there. Sure. Um, no, absolutely not. Oh, okay. I can't be seen in public too frequently, but have fun, whatever the Yanks say. We're all right then. Well, Ron, you'll see me. And I'll bring the ambrosia salad. And speaking of ambrosia salad, we'll be right back after a moment of these um, sponsors. And we're back. Well, those were some crazy characters were they yeah they, they were real cookie yeah the, thanks for hanging out and listening outside the door guys i appreciate it yeah. it's just i've got like so many seats in here so yeah. how did you yeah. meet those guys that was weird oh uh i sent out a facebook message to a local group okay not around here though like right. um near like mount olive illinois Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I was like, hey, do you want to come on? Yeah. They're like, yeah, sure. Um, I also have a questionnaire. Uh, it's like a Quizilla questionnaire. It's like you get to the end. It's like, which uh, which member of Blink-182 are you? Right. And it's like, hey, you're Tom. Mm-hmm. Hey, also, you want to come on this podcast? Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Mark. Right. You're, you're such no, a mark. Absolutely. Except for the, uh, well, right. it's just the get, like the getting cancer thing. But I don't want that. No, no that's obviously not. not. But hey, God bless him. He's doing good. Yeah, yeah. Unless, yeah. Well, they're going on tour, so yeah. I'm assuming the cancer's good. Good thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well, uh, I want to, I just want to thank everybody for coming on the show this week. We're doing that little part of the show we like to call, hey, what's up? What's she doing? It's not a great name, but it's that part of the show. That's good. Um, so, um, Mr. Al, what are you doing? Uh, I got a show at the end of the month. I think it's on the 31st at Lincoln Lodge with David Feinberg and I'm pretty sure Chris Dritzis. Ah, Dritzis, yes. Dritty, uh, uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah, and the, and the illustrious David Feinberg. Uh, excellent stand-up. Yeah. I think the show's called, like, Kunkletown Radio Hour or some shit like that. <laughs> David, David, David came up with it, and I always forget the exact name. Um, it's in the it's in the Turbotown slot on March, 20th, uh, March 31st. Did Turbotown close finally? Man, that's that was a fucking great show. I don't really know. I don't know how... I'm not honestly sure how this works, how we're... I'm assuming maybe we have this slot because they're done. I don't know. Hmm. Or they're almost done. Oh, go see uh, Buckley's Glass Brain. Like, you really want to see that. Holy shit. That was, f- like, if there was a show to see, that's the one. It looks great. And also, like, Rogue Show is going to be great, yeah, too. Yeah, Rogue Show, too. Yeah. A lot of gr- there's a lot of great, like, solo shows coming up. Like, it's... And, you know, like, a lot of, like, group comedy shows Group group character shows yeah, as well. But it's cool but. to see the character stuff. That's like a God the character. Yeah. There's just something about characters that's like. I mean, I love improv. Like I love like you know. No, there's I mean that's like. It's you can love both. Yeah. You can love both. You it's can't. true. You have to pick. I'm a big fan of a guy who's a little freak though. Love a little freak. I mm-hmm. like to see somebody being a little freak. Yeah. Yeah, that's the dream. Love the mm-hmm. freak. Yeah. <laughs> That's speaking of what speaking of what Emily, what's 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 up? What's up? What's what's, you doing? What's freaky, yo? Um, no, so I um 
I do a lot of musical improv because I'm that bitch. Um, so I am in, you can see me in TMI, Tuesday Musical Improv, on the Fatty Acid Team. That's at the Annoyance every Tuesday at 8. And then you can also see the team that I co-produce with my friend Thea called Hooked Up. Um, our Insta is Hooked Up Musical and our next show is, uh, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but just go to the Instagram instead. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, we can see you though. Usually at like you can. Uh, here's uh, what I'll plug actually. Yeah. On that note, I think I know what you're about to say. What I'll plug is um, incest because you've probably seen me sort of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. showing sort of overly romantic affection to family members that I bring to town. Is that what you're yeah? Thinking? Yeah, that's true because of the way that you were mm-hmm. um, smelling your your mom's hair the last. Yeah. Yeah, there's an appropriate okay. amount that you can smell it, and it was just well. That's what I'm well, trying to what plug, I actually. thought was weird though mm. was the amount that she was smelling your hair. That's yeah. the part well, that really that's, got that's me. That's what it is. It's not a it's not a weird mommy fetish thing. I just think she's a beautiful woman, and you know she yeah. also finds me attractive. No, I mean, how many dates have you guys been on? Um, so 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 few. I don't see oh. her enough. It's actually really sad. Oh. You know, um, treat that woman better. Mm-hmm. She's your mother. Exactly. Because for me, it was more because it was like like her hair is fair. Her cl- hair clearly smells good, but yeah. yours, yeah. in my experience, your hair smells like shit. So yeah. I just didn't understand why she it's, was. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a romantic thing. It's not just like a yeah. pleasurable, like a fetish thing. It's like that thing where yeah, yeah, like it, like it's, it doesn't smell good at all, but you like, no, love you the just, person. Exactly. So you're exactly. Into it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like um, when you. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can say, that's what I'm saying. I'm not ashamed of it. Go ahead. Like when you, mm-hmm. well, when they, uh, mm-hmm. when they fart and you, uh huh, yeah, you you want to just put your face right down in there. Yeah, yeah, I did. That's love. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm plugging that basically. That thanks for the alley up. Uh, thanks. Um, Plugging love—that's the yeah. uh, not uh, sure specifically loving your relatives, close relatives, in an overly affectionate, romantic, occasionally sexual way. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what. That's my plug. Incest is my plug. Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I want to leave. Everybody on uh, on, uh, on a high note here, so I can't get much higher than that. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, what do you say we? Uh, what, what, what's uh, what, what's what's everyone's favorite color? I like I like turquoise. I like turquoise. It's one of my favorites. Yellow, one hundred percent. Yeah. Turquoise. Yellow. Yellow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Reminds me of the corn that my dad would have me squeeze. Squeeze yeah. and put into a porous bag. Oh, yeah. My that, mom. Oh, the porous Which bag. I had to ask, yes. was it was it, was it it really necessary for you to stomp that? Yeah, like, you got to get the, the, the well, bag I mean, shot. The but was it necessary for him to stomp it? Well, see, here's the deal with that is... My dad had me stomp it, stomp it, but uh, we you know we had to. We knew some Amish folks down the way there, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. Uh, they had their kids go at it with hammers. Mm-hmm. And you're just you're not getting the same. You know the kids are doing more work for less payoff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the hammer, the head of the hammer is smaller than. The ball of the foot. That's what my dad would say. Right. It was kind of one of his sayings. Right. Actually, he he got little, he got T-shirts made up of the family farm, and the little tagline was the head of the head of the hammer small and the ball of the foot. You know what I mean? I actually saw that, but it actually had Tweety Bird instead of. Well, yeah, that was yeah. the thing, is because this was this was about two thousand two when he had these made up. Six Flags was mostly. really. Well, yeah, well, this was a big thing, and like the late two thousands, kind of got picked up. So you saw it a lot of uh, 
Tweety Bird, you know, they would throw Mickey Mouse on there. And of course, this was all like bootleg stuff. It wasn't like official merchandise. For sure. Um, but yeah, you would see, you know, and it, it was more of a thing. You you definitely saw in the early 2010s, there was kind of a turn toward like Peter, you, you'd see like Peter Griffin, the head of the hammer, smaller than the vault. But yeah. Um, and my dad's never really, he never, he, you know, it was too late on the copyright situation mm. so that's tough yeah that's actually yeah. really tough yeah and um what are you gonna do the, the rifle that actually killed Osama bin Laden the, mm-hmm. that tagline was written oh is that right on oh, the rifle yeah, yeah that oh. that Navy SEAL was mm-hmm. he wrote that on the oh yeah oh. it's kind of my dad likes it I have a hard time which is my roundabout way of saying thank you for the troops who went up in proud to be American where at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the man who died who gave that right to me proudly stand up Mission accomplished.